in the 1920s, uh, a, a black man named Marcus Garvey from the Caribbean um, organized something called the Universal Negro Improvement Association, the UNIA, I guess it was. And his argument was that uh, America had failed. It had failed to deliver on the promise of equality and of equal opportunity that had been promised both uh, in the Declaration of Independence and in the Constitution and in what presumably was a result of the Civil War. And so he began to, he traveled around New York City in an open car with a look like a Napoleonic hat and stuff like that, it looked very glamorous. Uh, but argued that we need to raise money for freighters and stuff like this to take our people back. And uh, we're not wanted here and let's start a new world. Well, uh, Marcus Garvey ran afoul of the law. He was arrested and convicted of mail fraud, among other things, because they said he was raking money off the top or whatever. Of course, his supporters say it was just a case of the United States government not wanting to hear his message, and so they trumped up charges and, and deported him. Uh, at the time, uh, he was quickly forgotten, but toward the end of the 20th century, uh, as... Uh, African-American consciousness began to be raised, Marcus Garvey's name became much more celebrated and remembered. Uh, now, um, a park at Fifth Avenue between about 120th and 124th, somewhere in there, which used to be called Mount Morris Park, which is a wonderful open space. The last surviving fire tower in New York City is still very visible on it and now very much being gentrified with the brownstone houses around it, has been renamed for Marcus Garvey, so now it's Marcus Garvey Park, uh, to remember uh, what he stood for and what he advocated. And uh, it doesn't seem unreasonable, I think, from the perspective of almost a century later what he was saying. Um, and now he's remembered in a way more and honored more now in our time than he was in his time. But Marcus Garvey Park is high in the sense that it has the Manhattan Schist and lots of, you can go there and experience the geography of the city, of the, the rock, which is one reason we can build so many skyscrapers in New York. It's bedrock and it's tough down there. You can see the fire tower, the round fire tower, where there used to be a forest ranger, almost like in the West today with the spyglass, who had to be so good. That he could tell the difference between somebody who's heating a house with coal and something was on fire. You know, firemen are trained as they could at the World Trade Center, they can look and they can see the color of the smoke, what's going on. And they, So he had to do this. Anyway, they're all gone now except for the one in Marcus Garvey Park. And then the history of the brownstones around where there was a hospital that, uh, where blacks could intern because they couldn't get internships at other hospitals. Um, you see um, the evolution of the neighborhood from being a highly desirable middle, even upper middle class community to then uh, Harlem uh, reputation and reality really sunk, certainly by the 1970s. So many of those houses were abandoned and there was plywood in the door. And now again in the 21st century with the resurgence of New York City and resurgence of Harlem, they're being fixed up and they're worth millions of dollars now all around Marcus Garvey Park.